0: Welcome, 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 guys, to the Mentor Leah show. I hope you're enjoying these guest speaker segments because today I've got another amazing inspiration. I keep bringing you guys people who inspire me in my life. So, this guy, we go way back, one of the few people that really helped me level up in my business my life and we so we met so randomly and that's why I love so yes. yes David go go hello
1: how are you doing thank you for good, inviting good. me
0: uh honestly my pleasure my pleasure so let's tell the, first of all just do a quick intro who are you what do you do and then we'll go into
1: David I'm an architectural designer I run an architectural office in London and, um, I work on, I would work on designing buildings for a living.
0: Yay. And interior design as well,
1: right? Yes. And interior design.
0: Yes. Yes. I feel like everyone, like when they introduce themselves, they say like one of the things they do, although they do like several Yeah.
1: Times. I feel like I do a lot more. I feel yeah. like I do a lot more.
0: Absolutely, but we'll get we'll go into a baby step. So tell let's talk about how we met actually. So we went to the same uni, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: But we met pretty randomly because it was this guy who what did he do? He set up a... Yes,
1: so we so we went through we met actually through hmm. the university entrepreneurship I don't know society.
0: Yes, yes. So there was this guy who was setting up a society at uni. And then I think you made, like, an advertisement of, like, I want to start up an entrepreneurship slash business society. If mm-hmm, you're interested, mm-hmm. let's meet. And then I think mm-hmm. you, me, and Justin, the guy who started it, uh, met. And then ever since, like, we have worked together. We have done so much. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. How much have we created? <laughs> um, specifically, the Iron Circle.
1: Specifically?
0: The Iron Circle.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, so we worked on the Iron Circle and we decided to... Uh... Tell
0: them what the Iron Circle is.
1: So the Iron Circle really is just a group of people who I actually wanted to bring together who were entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't find anyone around me who had done it before me. So we decided to invite guest speakers and um, have them in every Saturday morning and then we met up in London Bridge and um and every very...
0: single Saturday morning I mean, can, you, can you make that clear <laughs> yeah
1: we met up this is how committed we are wow we every single Saturday morning um I think we did 50 sessions um
2: okay.
1: yeah back wow. to back. and there's only wow. a few weeks in the year so we pretty much met every single week and it was uh, a
0: period of two years now
1: yeah it was running for two years um and yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun and there was a lot of growth yeah. that came from it
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and and just to break it out even more um one of the things that probably people like us struggle with is when we're first generation business owners in our families and stuff we don't have people around us who are doing the similar thing or same thing where you can learn from so i really loved because i remember when you came up to me it was like i i even remember the day i think it was like I was coming out of the university library and you were coming out of your office. Yep. And they were like, oh, Lee, I have this great group, you know, that meet for breakfast every Saturday. We come together. It's called Iron Circle. I would love to have someone like you come. And then I was like, this guy's breakfast, Saturday morning. And you know, I'm only like committed g- person. So I was like, let me give it a try.
2: <laughs> so I
0: was like, it sounds good, personal development. And then, yeah, I came one Saturday morning and ever since, you know, I worked with you as like the project manager for
2: the Iron Circle. Yeah, you were so running. You, you,
1: came on, you came in as a, as just a guest and then you ended up uh, helping us really run it and make things happen.
0: Mm-hmm. And I honestly loved it, loved it. And, and another thing that really was great about the group is that a lot of us were on our startup period. And then for two years, we were able to see how everyone grew. Like, it just blows my mind, David. Like, I don't think you understand. What you created was amazing. Like, look at the people where they are today from where we all were. Have you thought about that? Oops, I hope I did not. Uh, oh, David, I think the line got cut. Uh, but, yes, just to quickly talk about I honestly, it really helped me to, you know, be where I am today. Oh, sorry, I think you cut, David. Can you hear us now?
1: Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine.
0: Oh, that's weird. It cut for like a second. Okay. So I was saying, um, I forgot what I was asking, but I was talking about the Iron Circle yep. and how a lot of us in the beginning, we were in our startup stages and then now, you know, we are where we are and that really blows my mind because how we grew so quickly and by just meeting like-minded people and like networking and the power of networking, so, I mm. want to commend you for even starting that. And, and how do you feel about how everyone, you know, grew and, you know, did amazing work?
1: Yeah. I mean, just looking back, there's so many of us that have grown, even myself and, and, and you. Um, mm-hmm. We've all grown within our businesses. You, we were able to have people there who had done things mm-hmm. before us. And most of all, um, just seeing the relationships that we've built within each other, it really Strong. helps. When you meet someone every week, it really does help. Built those those relationships
0: absolutely and we got in like guest speakers every week and let's talk about the power of linkedin because we just use linkedin to like invite random um,
2: yep. people not yep. random
0: but like speakers on linkedin who we were like oh please would you mind coming in this is what we do Is a group of young entrepreneurs we're all like go-getters you know we don't have the finances to fund this but we would just love to hear your story like for half an hour or you could teach us a topic
1: Yep, and it was so incredible the, the It was
2: the, so impactful. impactful. Yeah, we were
1: able to get through LinkedIn. So anyone that's listening to this, um, yeah, LinkedIn is just a powerful tool and you can use it to reach out to people who you would never maybe be able to reach out to in your in your social circle.
0: Absolutely and super, super powerful. I think people underestimate it, like when it comes to your career and networking and building, you know, reports between people it's amazing
2: mm-hmm. I, mm. I i agree i agree
0: absolutely absolutely so let's move on to your business so you okay. were so when you started your business you were still studying right
1: yeah so i was still studying architecture in my degree and i was um kind of doing drawings um for other people and okay. i was also doing drawings for um, my own clients but these were like, very small projects and um over time, it, it somewhat grew. Mm. Um, it still somewhat grew and I graduated and um, I decided to, to go full on with, with my business.
0: And what made you decide to actually start a business while you are in uni? Because I think that's one thing we have in common. We both started our businesses while we were studying our bachelors. Um, mm. like, what gave you that courage or like that push to actually start, although you knew you didn't have a full-on degree?
1: Um. Well, I kind of knew like the the options that would be available to me in architecture that could I design my own buildings if I was working for another company no could I really become financial um, financially independent
2: Independent, um,
1: working in a firm it would be a lot more challenging
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, and also the time constraints um, in Mm -hmm. architecture everyone works very long hours and I wanted the flexibility I was trying to think 20 years with a family um I, you kind of need that flexibility so that was one of the key um aspects for mm-hmm. me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and what's some of the challenges that you feel like you faced um while studying because studying and and full-time and running a business full-time is not easy like we've both yeah it. so what challenges did you feel like you faced
1: um for me it was definitely managing managing time and managing yeah like clients expectations so the biggest challenge is that with 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 university work you have assignments to hand in and you also clients, mm-hmm. yeah, you also have client deadlines so it's you haven't having just to manage both of those and trying to get the help um and I just started hiring really as as early as possible because I needed that extra extra help
0: that's really smart. So how did you start hiring um, early and how did, you know, like, especially when you don't have a lot of money, you know, you're just a startup, like, what, what did you do that worked for you?
1: So um, this is a very good t- tip. I started using, like, contractors, so people who were not permanent, people who were just um, um, just helping out to do a job. And that will be, yeah. yeah, and that was really great because you can find really talented people out there. And um, they can help with a project and you just kind of oversee the project Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then um, they execute. So you're almost duplicating yourself, which is one of the key aspects in terms of like running the business is being able to use technology or other people to duplicate yourself so that you can still deliver on your on your projects. Mm,
2: mm,
0: mm. Super important. Um, And another thing uh, I think you told me you utilize as well is having interns, right?
1: Yes, yes. So that's 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 one key thing is that after you've um, learned things, you've you you built up a knowledge base, and there are loads of interns that are um, willing to shadow you and work um work in your in your office or in your environment for um <laughs> a limited amount of time for the duration yeah. of the internship, which is yeah, which is useful and it's a lot more cheaper than hiring full time
0: absolutely absolutely and also like when you get an intern like imagine how much they can learn from you and how much you can learn from them like it's a both way you know it goes both ways i think a lot of people don't realize that Mm -hmm.
1: yes you definitely learn how to how to manage people you definitely do learn how to manage people Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. and how important do you think when someone is starting their own business or they want to get into a new field that they go in for an internship or that they apply for these things yeah, a lot so, of people are like, oh, I don't want to work for free, but so it doesn't work
1: like that. Yeah, I think when you're when you're young, um, it's okay because you don't have anything to lose. In a sense, you're not um, paying a mortgage and have kids. Um, yeah. I think for me, even me personally, I was interning during um while while during my first year during the summer breaks. Yeah. I had been taught. Um, it wasn't really. I was just shadowing him. Um, trying to learn how how things worked, and I was doing that. Um, constantly throughout the summers um, and I learned so much and it really helped with my business now Um mm. just, having, just having that experience with him
0: absolutely so before someone starts something it's very important that they go into their field or you know their area to to see how things are run in that specific yeah um, field yeah or business
1: because then you know if you like it or not if you're able to absolutely yeah um, taste it outlet. and see yeah just see how it how it works and how it runs me mm-hmm. do I want to do this um for the rest of my life really
0: absolutely and I think a lot of us sometimes we have these amazing goals and dreams and I want to be a business owner or I want to go into this career and I want to be a CEO but it's like when you're actually in that role that might not be what you pictured in your head because we have this picture perfect How you know how is your you know picture perfect um, like business that you had in your head before you started, and you know how much you've struggled. How you know how much you struggled, and you, and we spoke about it, right? So, yeah,
1: I thought it was going to be easy. Um, yeah, <laughs> walk
0: in the was, park. That's, that's what we thought. And every time we we're struggling, we call each other. And we're like, oh my god, this is happening, this is happening. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the struggles of, of being
1: yes, in, of being yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to try and lift the hood here of yeah, when you're <laughs> running the business is um so what the, the, there's so many different challenges and one of them is just um making sure um you're being paid on time it's it's
2: think cool. thing
1: yeah. um, sometimes you're working on a project and um you may think the client wants to start now um mm. but mm. they may, may they, they may not be ready they may mm. be in the next two three months and you're thinking oh my gosh i have bills to pay and yeah. cool. um and you can't really rush a client you just have to be patient and try yeah. and help and support um you know throughout throughout the whole process so managing cash flow is key oh, and gosh. how i got over that is just ensuring i had loads of clients uh, to who wanted to work with me and being good at what i i was doing so that more and more people wanted to work with me mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: and, and 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 that was it really
0: and speaking of that how do you because when you start a business in the beginning it's really scary to put yourself out there I remember like for me for example like just going on social media because I have to use social media for my platforms to to run my business everything is online and I remember I absolutely used to dread it like just to record a video on Instagram or Snapchat and you know so for me that was me putting myself out there so my question to you is how did you put yourself out there and how can people overcome that fear of of um, selling you know their brand or their product or themselves
1: yeah I think it's something I still struggle with till this day because mm. I'm not I feel like I could put myself out there a lot more Um mm. but it's just understanding that you know what you're doing and you know that what you're doing um, is going to make the world a better place and mm. also you're adding some sort of value um, or service that you're providing that would will- um, be beneficial to 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 your customer or your client. Um, so when you when you have that level of understanding and confidence within what you're doing, then it becomes easier to put yourself out there. And sometimes you just need to just give it a go and just do it or else you're just never gonna find out. And I know sometimes you may not have the confidence to do that yet because you may feel like mm, you're not ready, but um, the only way you're gonna get ready is to is to do it.
0: <laughs> to get it done and that's another question do you really think we're ever ready for anything
1: no never you' ne- nothing's I gonna think
0: be i keep realizing that the older i get mm. you're never ever ready for anything you just have to put yourself out there and get it done
1: yes yes you're never ready you're never, mm. never ready you're never gonna be a hundred percent so you just have to you just have to go for it really mm-hmm. you have to go for it
0: yeah, and when it comes to being 100%, that's another thing. Like, nothing is ever going to be 100%. You're never exactly. going to be perfect at something. So it's completely okay to just do it. I always have, like, this 7 out of 10 rule, and that's what I use for my clients, that's what I use for myself. Like, I'm never going to look perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to do anything perfect. So if it's 7 out of 10, I get it done, period. I get on with it.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And the, and the more we get on with it, the more we get things out of it exactly exactly. (laughs) literally so let's talk about building a team um when did you know that okay i need to build a team and like how did you get the courage where did you go to find the people and also like managing a team that's a whole different ballgame when it comes to a business
1: yeah Um, so yeah managing a team is something that you never really learn in university because you're always having to just go throughout the whole school process you're in the exam room alone. You're um, doing your, your exams or your essays pretty much alone throughout the whole um, high school or um, sixth form college um, period. And when you get into university, you may have one or two tasks that you're going to have to um, do um, as a team, but you don't really learn how to work as a team and build a team. But in the working world, you need a team of different people helping out push a project out so I think it was for me definitely trial and error um, I would hire someone and I felt like oh they weren't really a great fit then um, I just how would have to let them go or just trying to get better at interviewing people and really figuring out if they if they work well in your company culture if you can see yourself um, working along with them um, that really was um, the 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 essence of just trying to see if you can work with them and if they can yeah. produce really good work yeah. um, and what
0: criteria like did you so let's say they, when you're um, hiring people and based on what criteria like do you look at their education do you look at their know, um, personality their experience because a lot of people look at different things nowadays
1: yeah i definitely look at previous experience and if you have the portfolio so mm-hmm. for, for, for our work is drawing if you can draw um, and you have a portfolio of doing uh, drawings then for me it would be that is the first thing I'm looking at definitely
2: okay, okay.
1: Yeah. and I don't care if you have the um, educational experience or you just done it in your spare time if you have okay. that in your portfolio um, that was that was a big thing for me
0: that's very interesting that's interesting and what do you think people should so when they come in for interviews because we have a lot of young people listening as well especially millennials who are fresh out of you know um university you know they graduates what things should they think about when they apply for jobs
1: okay i'm going to tell you my big no-nos from the experience that i've had yeah is, okay do not come in wearing t-shirt and jeans <laughs> and trousers i know that yeah we are in the millennial generation and that may be essential well
0: you need to make an effort
1: but it looks like you just don't care mm-hmm. it's um yeah someone came in in a t-shirt and i said sorry it's just not going to happen in this interview i'm not going to waste my time because it wow. just looks like you care um mm-hmm. i think i think that's one of the key things and it's unfortunate because um um it just yeah it just looks like you're not ready so that's well that's a big learning for me
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and another one is just being able to read up about the company before you come in. Um, mm-hmm. If you've read up about the company, and I know that you've done a little bit of research and you know maybe previous projects that we've completed, our philosophy, everything's online nowadays.
0: Yes. Um,
1: right. And we, we we put out... So a take
0: the time to read about the
1: company. Yeah, yeah. And I think it probably takes like half an hour to, to do yeah. so. Yeah. Um, CV, it's not long. And um, from an architecture perspective, or if you're coming into a creative... Um, industry, um, um, bring your portfolio printed out with you, even though we could see it on a digital computer. Yeah, Yeah. it's nice to have it in a A
2: physical
1: booklet. Yeah, in a physical booklet. That's
2: really good point.
1: That that you've done it makes such a big difference. Um, so those are the three things dress appropriately, um, do some research beforehand, Mm. and come in with a physical portfolio if you're in the creative industry.
0: Mm -hmm. I like that I like that and what tips would you give to graduates um when it comes to like I said yeah like applying for these jobs because I think a lot of times we have this picture perfect in our head where oh my god when we finish uni we have a degree obviously we're going to get a job but a lot of us have gone through obviously you know you and I have run the businesses but at the same time I feel like I was at a stage where I wanted to apply for jobs within the degree I did because what I, you know, the business I run and the degree I did first, my first degree is not the same. So I wanted to apply for jobs, and I remember like applying, applying, applying. And it was so difficult.
1: Yeah, I think the current market out there, it's it's always going to be challenging, but yeah. you just have to keep up applying. Um, and you have to make the application uh somewhat applying for jobs a job in itself. So you need to be disciplined with it because so many CVs just get sent to the email and never get they just don't okay. get looked at so it's i think it's important just to keep applying and keep and um, positive with it and also just going out there and meeting um other people in your industry helps because you never know who you can recommend you for for a, for a, um for a role really
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think networking is key. People don't understand. Yeah. It's yeah. who you know nowadays, you know? Yeah. So you can get an amazing job by just having a great network.
1: Yeah, I got my first um, job um, with my mentor through someone that I met through uh, my church. So I just wow. put myself out there and I Are said, yeah, I'm looking for, you know, someone who's done this before me and I want to help out. And that mm. was that was my approach Just that I just want to help. And he was able to um, kind of get me started he took me on projects on building sites I learned how to draw I learned how to submit applications and um, just having someone there who acted shadow was such a big advantage for me
0: that's amazing amazing yeah and even for me like one of my biggest uh, you know the mentors and coaches I've had are all through network like I found them on LinkedIn I asked them to take them on a coffee and then literally from there on we've built these great reports and relationships so Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to go out there and and talk to people you know dm them you know message them whatever it takes like social media is so powerful i don't think people utilize it.
1: yeah i think i still think like linkedin is the most underrated um tool yeah if you're if you're if you're if you're a graduate came Let's, I think we should give some LinkedIn um, tips and tips. advice.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Definitely,
1: definitely, because you were able to book f- quite a few speakers in for the Iron Circle. Yeah,
2: just through LinkedIn.
1: So, so yeah, we, so we can do it from a we can do it from a business point of view and from someone who's just looking for a job, um, and just give out give out some good advice there because we've we've done both.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I think my top tip on how I found speakers on LinkedIn, for example, was just by reading up on what they do on LinkedIn and then just being like oh I really love what you're doing you know and be specific with what you like about what they're doing because you know a lot of times you get messages that are saying oh I love what you do but it's like what do you love about it you know like be specific so I like that you do x y and z Um, you know we're running this group it's for you know young millennials and young entrepreneurs we're really ambitious we really would love to learn from you you know, can you come in for half an hour to teach us a topic? Like, literally, that was like my line. I kept sending and sending and sending it, and I think out of each ten people that I sent it to, maybe three, four replied and said, "Absolutely."
1: Yeah, that and those are really good numbers, and I like the fact that you've complimented what they what they've done already.
2: Yes, and what they took yeah. the time
1: to read through their bio and and things like that. Um, that yeah, I think those are great tips. I mm-hmm. think for someone looking for for a role or looking mm-hmm. for a job, um it's being able to write articles and you know there's there's an article feature um on on LinkedIn where you can write articles about the current current industry. So you can
0: interesting. You know, I didn't know that at all.
1: Yeah, you can do some research because I always look through articles in people's portfolios. Oh.
2: Um
1: so you can read through like articles of your insight or your take on what you find interesting. So if you're really into i'm going to say architecture you can say um what sort of buildings um you think are sustainable and how and what is the best approach so just your own personal um uh, opinion about that it just looks like you've you you care about your industry i mean yeah it doesn't need to be long it could be like maybe 300 words or so
2: yeah
1: um, i think those things are are, are are really important and even showing your portfolio on LinkedIn um, you can actually upload it on LinkedIn so people can see that
0: absolutely absolutely and then adding people in your industry because I think one people one thing people do wrong as well is that they just add random people no 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 add the type of people that you want to work with that inspire you that are in the field that you want to be in or already in it's super mm. important
1: yeah I, I definitely agree I definitely agree because you may see them again in the networking event and um, it's it's kind of easier to break the ice if you add someone and say, yeah, I just thought um, you're someone I admire in my industry. I thought I'd just give you ads just to get regular updates about, you know, what you're up to. And then if you were to see them again, you can now say, oh, yeah, I added you on LinkedIn. And yeah, um, it's great to see you. And it's kind of an easy way to break the ice somewhat.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So, let's just quickly move over to, we're going to wrap up, Um, about, yeah, just entrepreneurship. So, yeah. like we've spoke about already and we've mentioned it several times, this is not a walk in the park.
2: It is a struggle.
0: <laughs> so, what advice would you give to people who are, you know, afraid of starting their own business or they perhaps don't have the right support system around them or the right resources or the right people? Like, we know how many excuses we can come up with, but yeah.
1: I think with the internet, there's so much resources available. Mm. Um, there's so many free YouTube videos on how to build a website with WordPress. Um, there's stuff on like, um, you can use Upwork, which is like a freelancer tool to get people to help you out um, who are like in other, other countries. Um, I think that one thing is that there is no excuse if you have a laptop, a phone,
2: and and the, internet. The there, was no, really, there is no excuse
1: and I think just being able to find find events that are within your area,
2: mm-hmm. I mean if you're living
1: in a city or any, any major city you'll be able to find guaranteed events on entrepreneurship oh, that absolutely. will most likely even be free or very very cheap to, yeah, attend. to
2: attend and you can be
1: around people can influence you in the right direction just to just to have a a buddy who's also having the same journey going through the same journey as you it's um it's important for morale and it keeps you going there um going on your journey
0: absolutely speaking of events um the two pages like one of the pages we used was meetup.com right Meetup.com. Yep. A lot of people don't know about that page. It's very powerful. There are a lot of different groups there. You know, you can go to events. You can go to like, um, you know, event, a short like. Um, sorry, what did they do? They do events or what else?
1: Yeah, they do events and meetups. So
0: there you go. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Meetups. Yeah, like smaller groups of meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, so that page is amazing. And then also Eventbrite. Have you used yep. anything else?
1: Um, there's also Facebook as well. Facebook yeah, has uh, that's Facebook,
2: event. Facebook events. That's true.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, all those three things. I'm sure, I'm sure um, you'll be able to find events in, um yeah on on those three platforms definitely.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And attending events, like, I would say minimum once a week or at yeah. least twice a month. Like it's super important. Like make it a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never know who you can meet. And we met each other through an event.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> and then, yeah,
1: look at us at now. School, <laughs> how many
0: years have yeah. now worked together, been friends, like really helped each other?
1: Yeah, we spoke at the same events, we've mm-hmm. helped each other, um, during business challenges. Um, yeah, we've gone through it all.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it has been. Sorry, guys, the line got cut off. We're gonna wrap up, try to wrap up again. Um, yeah do you remember what we were saying i think i was saying something about how long we've known each other i think it's been five years or so now
1: yes it's been
0: yeah since our first degree of my days yes 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 so you can meet people randomly and grow these amazing friendships and you know business relations and people will help you
1: yes so yeah yes so where can they find
0: you where
1: can they um yes you can find me you can find me on Instagram, which I spend most of my time, because I like the I like images. So um, Instagram at DavidGogo, with an underscore at the end. Um, you can also find me on Twitter as well, same DavidGogo underscore. Um, and yeah, you can check out gogostudio.com, which is our website. We've completed I love that. Is there a mm. final note you want to leave them with?
2: A quote or a film or something? Um, I think hmm this is a tough one actually this is, is a it's tough
1: one on this <laughs> um, I was going to say reading has helped a lot in, in my life just being able to just uh, have books and read other people's autobiography yeah. so if you find yourself in a situation
0: So, reading, guys, I think he cut off again. Sorry about that. But yes, he said reading is super important. So, try to read. Even for myself, I read like at least half an hour a day. So, make sure you read um, personal development books, autobiographies, like he said. Those kind of books are very inspiring. Mm. So, thank you to David. Go, go. David, you cut. But yeah, you're back.
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: Yeah, so, you were talking about books
1: yes I was saying yeah that's that's the best um, thing for me was reading because I could I could learn so much and I could solve a lot of problems through reading
0: absolutely absolutely so reading guys that's the last thought David will leave you guys and thank you so much for being on my podcast David.
1: problem no problem
0: Yeah, have a great one thank you guys for listening All
1: right take care thanks bye